So between Article 19 and 22 of the WHO Constitution, you have the way how to resist legally only mm. WHO. We have to stop with WHO. It's illegal. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Grey Matter. We have a very intriguing program for you today. We have two guests who are going to talk to you about things that maybe you thought about, thought were possible, uh, but perhaps are unbelievable, but I think you're going to discover are absolutely true. At any given time in Canada, the idea of uh, true, Justin Trudeau is a traitor or uh, can we prosecute Justin Trudeau is trending. Very recently, the leader of the opposition, Pierre Polivier, uh, actually accused the Prime Minister of treason. The Prime Minister refuses to answer questions in Parliament about members of his government who collaborated with the Chinese to impact our, impact our elections. So it begs the question, what can we do? What can we do as citizens? How do we hold governments to account? And what are they doing? Why, why is the, the Chinese government involved in our elections? What is the, what, what is the, what is the WHO? What is the WHO? And what is this treaty that, that, uh, that promises to, to usurp all of our national governments and our sovereignty? Well, we have two guests on today, uh, one of whom is uh, Pascal Najari. He's a Swiss citizen. We're going to talk about, about something he's doing, a very uh, unique uh, legal action that he's undertaken. We also have um, a, an expert uh, uh, late of the WHO, Dr. Astrid Stuckelberger, and she's going to talk to us about things that are happening uh, at the international law level, which impact all of us. So let's start with, uh, with uh, Pascal Najati. I'm going to just read a statement about his, uh, his, uh, his case that um, was provided by his lawyers before I introduce him properly. It reads as follows. Uh, it says, March 7th, 2023, British-Swiss investment banker Pascal Najati successfully filed on Monday, March the 6th, 2023, a lawsuit in the Supreme Court of the State of New York in Manhattan, USA, against Pfizer, Inc., a New York FDA USA. The claim is based in lieu of pending criminal charges filed by Najati against the Swiss president Alain Berset in Switzerland on December 2nd, 2022 for abuse of public office in connection with his responsibility for the COVID-19 vaccination policy. The Swiss criminal case is being managed by the federal prosecutor of the Swiss Confederation in Bern. In 2021 and 2022, the United States federal courts issued orders against vaccine mandates. Welcome to the show, Pascal. Thank you, Leighton, and Astrid, uh, bonsoir. Astrid Stuckelberger is from Geneva, Switzerland. She's a doctor in science and a former senior member of the WHO in Geneva. She left the WHO in disgust when she realized that certain elements and forces completely changed the agency into a fascist globalist operation with a depopulation agenda. Sounds horrifying. We're looking forward to finding out more about it. Thank you for being with us, Astrid. You're welcome. My pleasure. All right. So as we always do, just to frame the conversation, I have a few quotations. Um, the, one of them is from uh, Reiner Fulmich, uh, who recently stated at a worldwide freedom rally in London, quote, without any doubt, the dark side will lose this inhuman battle against life and creation. I certainly hope that's true. Uh, the next one is from Henry Kissinger. 
who is uh, connected to the World Economic Forum, in case you don't know. Uh, he said this, the illegal we do immediately, the unconstitutional takes a little longer. So Pascal Najati uh, is a Swiss businessman with extensive experience in investment banking, public relations and marketing. He works internationally in several countries around the globe to assist world governments that have faced serious crisis management challenges. His family has a long history of fighting for peace and freedom, uh, including the, the tragic assassination of his father. Pascal, um, welcome to the program. I wonder if we could start with you telling us why you've brought this very unique uh, legal action and what you're trying to accomplish with it. Well, thank you, Leighton, and uh, I'm greeting all Canadians. First of all, we're talking about our Swiss president, Alain Berset. I'd like to say that uh, President Berset uh, uh, enjoys uh, uh, to be presumed innocent. Now, we all went through the psyops of COVID. Uh, October 10, 22, I watched the news. There's Janin Small, Pfizer manager, giving a testimony in the European Parliament, not the TV show, not the coffee shop. And she was asked by one of the, the uh, dignitaries from the Parliament to, te to, to tell him yes or no, has this vaccine been tested on the endpoints? Endpoints means in, in science, immune, in, immunity, or uh, what do you call that? If, um, uh, as the, the Weitergabe, the, the transmission of the, uh, you know, the, um, the the virus. Right. And you remember her answer. She said, well, of course not. She almost had a smile. We had to move with the speed of science. New word. Mm -hmm. And then excuses like we had to. Uh, but that, that was her answer. So I said, this cannot be true. I rewind. And I look at the sheet. The, the, the name she is, she is from Pfizer. Right. So uh, that was a big wake up because I'm vaccinated or injected, I say now, three times Pfizer BioNTech. My mother is and my, 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 my lovely wife is. So I said to myself, we now have experimental stuff in our body that nobody knows what can happen to us. And I got really angry. So I went to the official statements of the government, not newspapers, not blogs. Right. And I came to the statements, 3rd of August, 21, Ministry of Health, which is presided by him, saying uh, by, the, by Dr. Virginie Massere, a director of this operation, that CDC has notified them that, here's the point, vaccinated people transmit the virus as easily and often as unvaccinated people. August 21. Okay. And then I went on and on to check. And then in October 27 of 21, so three months later, the Minister of Health himself in a, in a, in a Swiss TV show, primetime, at, at 21.50 hours in the evening where everybody's watching, said... With the certificate, meaning you're injected, right? Mm -hmm. You can be sure that you are not contagious. Mm -hmm. So let that sink in. So I said, this is getting crazier and crazier. So I said, I was really angry. I said, this cannot be, I can't have a government employee that we're financing 
to do this to us. And at, at worst for him, or best for him, could have been, oh, I forgot, I was just in a press conference, I have no more, no, 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 no. You are the Minister of Health, you're in charge of 9 million people, Swiss and foreigners, and you make a vaccine policy of an experimental substance that has had no clinical trials and apparently I heard monkeys and rats killed over. They were not continued, the animal tests, because of that. And there's no medicine in there. It's purely synthetic. And Dr. Stickelberger, Astrid, my colleague, will know and speak much more about this. So that was it. Mm. I went to the police station. I filed the page. I made the causality. And it was a criminal charge. And it was accepted, got a, uh, a case number a week later after going through the state, to the federal. I have had to communicate a lot of letters for from back with the federal prosecutor for from back. And I, the last action I've done to, to be sure the chain is correct, because it would be unfair to President Berset if I only accuse him of wrongdoing but not also the doctors who have illegally, criminally volunteered knowingly to, to, to jab me without informed consent about serious side effects and uh, the requirement, the requirement legally for me to sign on the form. Okay, I sign and he has to go for 10 years into my medical history. That's where we are on this case was filed in December 22, and I submitted the last accusations uh, last week, and in between had good communication. So, yeah, that's where it stands. But you've also filed this lawsuit in New York recently, right? Just just, uh, just last week, I understand, earlier this week. It's true. On the 3rd of uh, March, I have successfully filed a lawsuit with the... Um, Supreme Court of New York in Manhattan and against Pfizer Inc. New York, USA, okay. as a Swiss right. citizen and British citizen. Okay. Uh, well, let's let's maybe talk to uh, Dr. Stuckelberger yeah. for a moment. Uh, Dr. Stuckelberger, we understand that uh, you were with the World Health Organization. In Geneva, that but that you left when you found out that essentially uh, the World Health Organization was um, was a sham. That that in fact it was uh, engaged in uh, what is described as a fascist globalist operation with a depopulation agenda. Do you want to talk about the World Health Organization a little bit and your role in it and why you lost faith in it? So, yes, thank you for introducing me. So I was contracted, uh, had a contract with WHO to set up uh, the training with WHO and the experts of WHO and the different agencies. Uh, it's much larger than just WHO health in all policies in health systems mm -hmm. um, to um, design the curriculum of uh, adult andragogy course. Uh, so we were we were teaching and I was responsible of emergency management. What, we, what we're seeing that has absolutely not been done according to the international health regulation, the binding document, and then communication, communication ethics. We do, we're doing simulations, um, then health system. We're doing mapping. And then I was in charge of the four typologies 
that are essential to understand when you are doing an investigation. What is it? Is it a virus? But it might not be a virus. It could be foodborne disease that kill people. Uh, it could be a uh, um, chemical. And then you have the whole set of radionuclear events, uh, uh, deliberate radiation, radioactive elements, etc. But what they don't have at that time was nanotech and technology that can create an infection, you know, like, and so that is, um, you know, uh, so I did not leave, but I was then a consultant and I came back for being a consultant. As a consultant, uh, everything started to to change and I did not recognize the, the, the team alert response changed completely when Tedros Ghebreyesus came in the command, the on, not the doctor, first time ever in WHO since 1948 when they started WHO, that uh, a guy who is a former, you know, labeled terrorist uh, group in Ethiopia, as I learned after, has no whatsoever training uh, to be in the position he is today. The only thing you can find in his curriculum that is evidence is that he was part of the Global Alliance of Vaccine with Bill Gates in the board in mm. just before he was appointed. Mm -hmm. So this this is important to understand that I'm there and, and now I understand that things have taken a turn where the private sector is leading a global vaccine plan since 2012 and we were not reconducted because they had already started the plan and um, that's, they said the Japan has no money, so we cannot reconduct. But uh, now I understand why. I also understand why they came to censor me uh, teaching and training uh, Global Health and Human Rights Summer School with WHO, with the UN agencies, too, so that students understand how this global mechanism works in the world. So I can speak a lot about what's going on. We're hearing a lot, uh, Doctor, about this new, this new international treaty. Uh, and how uh, it purports to be able to to actually undermine the sovereignty of of nations, uh, so that uh, the 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 WHO could actually dictate health policy. And we found out that health policy means all policy. Uh, we found that out during the pandemic. Um, what's the danger, and what stage is this at right now? Uh, well, it is at a minus one year stage of total finalization and uh, uh, this, what they're aiming at, to go right to the point, is a one world government, a world government, they call it, or a one health, health in all policy government, one health, one world, we are all together. But mm. WHO is is dictating this, uh, <laughs> let me make, make the administration, the administration is that the secretariat of WHO, which is Tedros Ghebreyesus and his, his team. So the Secretariat of WHO is coordinating two tasks in parallel. One is the International Negotiating Body, INB, and there is where the decision of adoption of each step of their lockdown on all our coup d'etat, as a coup d'etat is happening. So this convention is now at um, zero draft. It was a zero conceptual draft until a week ago, and uh, a week ago, at the end of the week, they decided to adopt this zero draft, which means this is there. It's called CA+. They change names to confuse you all the time, like Pascal said there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, they, they really are using this psychop um, confusion of media communication. 
And this document, and they have written, the zero draft is structured with a preamble, a vision, eight chapters, and 38 articles, articles of law that will be binding. They want to do it binding like the IHR. In total, across all those chapters, the topics covered go uh, from equity. So the word equity is actually used in banking normally. Right. But they're using this to prepare something so that everybody has to be the same and jab the same. They, they right. are really talking like that. Then strengthening and sustaining capacity, that's their capacity, the way they want to do it. Coordination of alert response, real time. You you get you get Omicron, number XYZ, and you have the vaccine one week later. This this is what I have heard is, is happening now. They're standardizing everything. What we have lived um, from the from the lockdown uh, to the measures that they took uh, to stop the business, uh, to force a consent, uh, to force you to get a QR code, or if not, you cannot get money, you cannot get food. They are going in a direction that is absolutely awful. And what they're, they're doing is they're trying to do uh, institution arrangement. So when you see this CA+, that's a convention that should be adopted in um, May, zero draft, but then you can see their timeline agenda. If those who are interested can go and look on WHO app and they just type that and they will find many documents of the WHO right. assembly and they can follow the meeting. So this convention is very dangerous. We have to stop that. On parallel, a US-led um, request from the government, and I have the letter you know, here of the Department of Health and Human Service um, Mrs. Maz, uh, Mara Burr, Director of Multilateral Affairs, Office of Secretary General of Global Affairs of the Department of Health and Human Service, wrote in September 21 saying, we reactivate the U.S. amendments of the International Health Regulation. So that's the second thing they're doing in parallel. They want to change the binding law that they should have respected and they did not respect because it is in their way. So they have two mechanisms to just take over the whole WHO uh, as a one constitution. They are using legal pathways, hiding the total grab on our constitution through article 19, two thirds of the vote will make a majority and they will say, we will go until everybody agrees to do what they are doing. And then you have, um, you can do you can you can do it with Article 22. You can say no, I don't agree, uh, but they will convince you that you have to agree. You have to do that um, after May, and you have to write in the next month or three months. They change all the time. So between Article 19 and 22 of the WHO Constitution, you have the way how to resist legally only mm -hmm. WHO. We have to stop with WHO. It's illegal. Is part of this of what the WHO is uh, is pushing or advocating or directing universal vaccination with COVID-19 drugs? Despite of everything that we know, all of the emerging evidence of how dangerous they are? Is that, that, that uh, that's actually what's, and does that fit into the, the depopulation concern that you have? What we have lived uh, in 2020 and 21 with the, the experimental vaccine, is going to be a eternal uh, turnover. They have trained, right. uh, 
this uh, Bula, the CEO of Pfizer, said uh, to right. the World Economic Forum, this is just a test. And it is because you can look at the article for the lawyers, the new article 20, uh, 21 of the WHO constitution. You have exactly the measures they have applied from locked the, the definition. They have changed definition of pandemic mm-hmm. before it was deaths, right. it, uh, outbreak, epidemic, deaths and sickness. Now, anything crossing the border uh, immunity. It is they have forgotten natural immunity, say it's a vaccine. And then all you can see. Not only the definition, but the diagnostic with uh, technology and the doctor is out of the window. I mean, it, it, doctors have no power whatsoever and they don't understand that. This article 21 is really the most scary thing you can find because they have already trained and under this legality, they call it. How, how could you feel as a lawyer that they can go over what you know as constitutional lawyer in your country and dictate what they have done already to every country in the world, you are going to do this. The Minister of Health has to obey, the President Trudeau has to obey, but he, you know. Yeah. And then the liability in the lawsuits where I am in, like in Norway, we had a case of a, a nurse who was casted out and we attacked, direct, I mean, the lawyer, Barbara Paulson, attacked the, the government and the hospital. Everybody was giving the hot potato <laughs> to the next one. So yeah. uh, they went from the hospital to the, no, it's the Department of Health. Oh, no, it's the Ministry of Health. And the Ministry of Health said, no, we are obeying to WHO. Okay. This is where I find the not, to unknot. Okay. And is that where yeah. Pascal's uh, case comes in, the, the prosecutions to try and stop this? I have filed criminal charges for one reason, because I have been injured unlawfully, criminally, from the doctor who put the jab in my uh, body, the fluid, without informed consent, which is my right. absolute right, right, and without my signature. So that's that. Wait. Right. Yeah. Now, as a consequence, as a logic consequence, like in engineering. It could be, it could have a catastrophic event. Catastrophic means also like engineering, aluminium, you can bend it, but then it has a catastrophic breaking point. Catastrophic means you can't bend it back. It's separated, which means justice, which is in our country straight as an arrow, and I'm very proud of it, uh, is operating completely independent from politics. The separation of power is there, granted and guaranteed which means I said abuse of office plus three other criminal codes of the criminal uh, uh, collection of codes of Switzerland have been grossly violated and have a causality on me as a victim, my family as a victim. And of course, justice must now investigate how come the director said in August 21 that it doesn't work. And how come the minister, after that knowledge passing, after, said the complete opposite in front of an election mm-hmm. campaign by the public, whether or not mm-hmm. to adopt the COVID law, mm-hmm. which has impeded on everybody. Can I bring you back to something you just said it was very interesting. You said that in Switzerland right now, 
the judiciary is is operating independently from government. Yes. Yes. In Canada, we don't seem to have that same situation. Yes. Um, what, what what can you speak to that? What how how do we how, how do you advise or what would you say about what we could do? What would you say to Canadians about what we can do when we when we don't seem to have an independent judiciary at the moment? I mean, to all Canadians, good people. This is about your country. Uh, in crisis, uh, be calm, strong, and united, and humanity will be free. Having said that, I think in Canada's case, by all means, remain peaceful. Because this government, as we saw, breaks all the laws mm-hmm. and constitutional rights. All right, we're just going to wrap up with our reading list for today. Uh, I have a couple of interesting books that are a little bit harder to find. Uh, the first one is called Seeds of Destruction, Hidden Agenda of Genetic Manipulation. This is a skillfully researched book focusing on how a small socio-political American elite seeks to establish control over the very basis of human survival, the provision of our daily bread, control the food, and you control the people. Uh, the second book that I have on our list today is um, called The Worldwide Corona Crisis, uh, The Global Coup d'etat Against Humanity. Uh, from the very outset in January 2020, people worldwide were led to believe and to accept the existence of a rapidly progressing and dangerous epidemic. Media disinformation and the fear campaign were instrumental in sustaining the COVID-19 narrative. Uh, scientific lies and falsehoods have been used to sustain the, the legitimacy of the COVID-19 policy mandates, including lockdowns, the imposition of the face mask, social distancing, and suppression of fundamental human rights. Finally, uh, there's one further book. This book is called Justice Belied, The Unbalanced Scales of International Criminal Justice. This is by authors Sebastien Chartrand and John Philpot. For the first time in a book, defense counsel, investigators, journalists, and academics pool their knowledge and experience to answer the burning questions. What has happened to the fundamental principles of the sovereign equality of nations and the right of self-determination? And why do international criminal tribunals target Africa? And how has international criminal justice affected the lives of citizens throughout the world? What about universal jurisdiction, which we've talked about on the show today? Does foreign policy Trump justice. I want to thank you and uh, Dr. Schuckelberger for being with us and to for sharing this with us. I hope that it'll be a source not only of information but also uh, inspiration to Canadians. We're in need of uh, hope right now and it's wonderful and encouraging to see uh, people who are standing up to this and are standing up for, as you say, justice, which is um, a universal concept. Uh, we all know or we should know what it means and you certainly do. And so does Dr. Stuckerberger. So thank you, both of you, very much for being our guest today on Grey Matter. It's been an absolute pleasure hearing from you and talking with you. Thank you. Humanity will win this. Thank you very much.